The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number 325 on this 17th day of August, 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on their fir- on your first purchase. We Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and check out all the great articles and other podcasts, such as the Craft Brewed Sports Podcast, which I had a laugh at the other night. I was uh, uh, a couple of quotes and notes on there that was quite, it was quite funny the other night. But anyways, and remember, uh, we thank you very much for being part of uh, our show and listen to our show each and every day at uh, 1420 World Headquarters. We are only a couple, three days away from our uh, third anniversary. Dave, uh how's things going like it's uh hot gross smoky and all in all but you were you're going on uh vacation uh starting tomorrow how's things going was, uh doing well it was a bit of a uh me walking around with milk bone underwear wearing a dog eat dog world today and swaz whoo brother had some swaz today it was we broke a record 36 degrees in and of August 17. That's pretty friggin' hot. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh quick four hours of work tomorrow, and then I'm packing the fam dam up and we're heading down to Montana for for six days of bliss. When you uh take the dog out for a walk after we get done recording at night here, I know traffic's not as very heavy, probably on your dog walking route when you're out though out and about at uh, 10 o'clock at night on Mondays and Thursdays around your neighborhood and your neck of the woods, but Tonight I was walking. Uh, get I went to Browns for a beer before the show and picked up a couple more at uh, the, the beer store over there and walking across the street and the, the intersection right in front of in front of the uh, the complex there. People drive like fucking animals and like you're like when you're in the intersection. Do you ever like? Is that dude gonna stop? Is that dude gonna stop? Like when you're when you're when you're walking around, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I totally do. My head is on a swivel every fucking time. And you know, when people don't stop, like when, when I can, you can tell when someone's not paying attention as a pedestrian, right? Because yeah. you're looking because you don't want to get hit. Well, it hurts. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cause I'd never been hit, but no, it, when these people don't slow down or just bear through, they're wearing a loogie. I spit on cars oh, all the you? time. Oh, I, age? Oh yeah, I spit right on their fucking car. I jump out, uh, like I don't jump out, but when I know they're not going to stop, I get close enough so I can. I, 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 I did. Oh, I I spit on them, and and sometimes it's a good one, right? You know, you got good loogies, or you, you can't just manufacture a good loogie right immediately. But I spit. I've I've thrown uh, a bag of dog shit at a car. Oh yeah. I'm daring him. I did not expect that. Like usually, I just open the our shows up just on a fucking Mondays and Thursdays. It was just some useless banner about nothing. I didn't expect the uh, the aggression to come out of your yap this early in the night. Usually, you're uh, three or four beer deep before you get mad. Mad. Oh no, that that annoys me to no end. You got to respect a pedestrian, and you know, like I, 
You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this in East LA or in, in, in Sacramento or anything like that, or Oakland, because I'd probably get shot. But here in my neighborhood, like no one has ever stopped. People have tapped the brakes and then they just stand there and they, they keep on going. I don't, I don't flex. I just stand there and and, you know, my dog's a hundred pounds too. Right. So yeah. yeah, So who's going to get out? He's, he's, he's a puppy. He does, he's not going to hurt a fly, but they don't know that. He's a big dog. Oh, no, I hate that. That, it, that That's one of the things that makes my blood boil. Yeah, right in front of my place. They, they, they even put a four-way stop in uh, just down the way. Being, yeah, I the saw that there. there. Yeah. And so it was supposed to slow traffic down, but no, as soon as people fucking get this to that four-way stop, they just go like a bastard, eh? And I'm just walking, whatever, and I don't care. It's just, well, yeah, are you going to stop? Are you going to stop? And I always wave when I'm going across. Hey, how's it going? Thank you very much. Even, even when I, I go, like even when I go across, like to save on whatever it might be. Hey, how's it going? And then I wave, and it's good. Yeah. And like, fuck, and I do the same. We're like, is that motherfucker? But now I know it, when I'm in your neighborhood uh, driving around, whatever I might be doing after whatever, I, in, in, to make sure I stop at every intersection because there might be a pedestrian walking a dog. If you don't stop, you will get poo thrown at you. That's from a uh, fecal matter from 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 a pooch. I will make sure I stop from here on it. I always it's, do. I never have not. But it's pretty rare because uh, in my neighborhood the blocks are quite close together, so it's 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 rare that I walk more than two hundred meters with. Uh, poo in a bag but if if but i have thrown the poo at a bag i I think we could probably end the show right on that note right there and call her good for the night it's that that's something else well just respect the pedestrians that's all i can ask yeah spit her fucking poo thrown at you oh no can't buy me love remember they they threw a dog shit at the guy's door you shit on my house you shit on my house house. yeah Yeah. my house ronnie uh ronnie something can't buy me uh, love. I love that it, movie. I watch that once a year. Oh, really? I I haven't seen it probably. Since I love the, that movie. Yeah, that was a wonderful movie. Patrick yeah. Dempsey and the cheerleader. I can't remember her she name. She passed and, away just last year. Oh, really? What a shame. Yeah. I hope she lived a full life because she was uh, really crushable. Uh, yeah, she, that, well, that was a good movie. We'll get back to that in half a second here, but uh, that that one took a fucking turn for the fucking worst. Jesus Christ. Anyways, Dave, I, I touched on it yesterday a little bit at fourteen twenty in the morning. The uh, situation with Wander Franco down with the Temp Bay Rays, and the, he's got himself in a in a heap of trouble. It's still in front of the 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 uh, the, the courts and the 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 pros not the prosecutors, but the the, the investigation, the investigation is, is ongoing. And then there was yeah. other people talking about going on like what's going on in Dominican Republic some new accusations came out and it's not a good situation for a guy 22 years old who signed a, a basically could be up, upwards of 220 million dollar contract uh it's not a good look at all we I don't want to get into the the ins and outs and this and that's about the whole deal because we don't know enough about it but my deal with with situations like this is that when you have a kid 22 years old and they signed him, I think at 16 years old or 17 years old, originally uh, out of Dominican and they gave him a, a heap of money. It's like a 3 million bucks. Um, and then on and on it goes. And then six years later, you, you give him 220 million over the, the span of 11 years. I think it is for the rate uh, for Tampa Bay, which doesn't spend money ever, ever, ever. Like, that, that's the biggest contract probably in race history. In fact, I think I, I know it is. But the, the the thing that bothers me the most about, not the most about this, the thing that irks my, or piques my interest, I guess is one way of putting it, is that 
wouldn't a background check kind of be a little more pre- prevalent to make sure that this guy's on the up and up when not have any problems and on and on it goes because uh, uh, an investment of $220 million on anything is a lot, but a 220 on the Tampa Bay Rays is even more. Um, are the, t- the Tampa Bay Rays aren't to blame for the situation per se, but could the Tampa Bay Rays have had a, a say in the situation prior to getting to this point? I would hope so, but it doesn't surprise me. Um, I think teams are so worried about getting good deals and and farming the the miners and and like so. Where's he from? The Dominican or yeah. Costa Rica? Yeah, it's 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 so troubling because I I don't think at the end of the day the major league teams are really that concerned about it because he's been in their system forever. He's the, the Astros and all of baseball. It's, it's, it should be almost illegal the way they pay these kids from the, the Latin American. Yeah. yeah, The Latin American countries, right. They, they draft them when they're 16, give them $60,000. And I think I even showed that uh, Houston. Some get 60, some get 3 million. Like it's those things. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's just one of those things. And for them to not look into it, like it's, it tells me that it's not important to them. It's really not important to them. They're just making sure that uh, the police blotter is clean and that's it. That's all they care about. I, how much, how much does a team do like your employer, right? I realize these are big, big contracts that are they're giving these guys, but how much of the onus is on them to actually do background checks? Are you know, like hiring now private investigators to 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 follow them around in the off season to see what they do to get down? That's that's kind of none of their business, but it is kind of their business. I, I, think I don't it, know, I, Dave. I think it one hundred percent is for, for the simple uh, fact that let's say if you're if you're going for a you're looking for a job at pure later here in Canada or if you're in States or whatever it might be. And they want to do a, uh, a, um, uh, background check. check. Yeah. Well, like, they want to license get you check with the, the license bonded. Uh, bonded, not bonded, but the, uh, the license to, uh, to check what your, your, uh, your, your driver's record is. So if they want right. to check that, they, they, ab- they, they, they can pull the driver's abstract up and they can say, okay, well, no, you can't work here. You have a, uh, you have a history of speeding tickets, accidents, impairs, whatever it might be. You we can't, can't insure you. We, yeah. we can't insure you. Or if we do, if we do employ you, your our insurance is going to go sky high. So, so then if like a pure later or a fucking, or, or gentle giant delivery can't employ you because of that, I don't, I don't, and you, you, you do a simple background check of that person. I don't think that is any different than a major league baseball guy or an NHL guy or an NFL guy or an NBA guy getting a background check of what's going on, having a private investigator because you spending uh, as gentle giant delivery incorporated, spending the $30 or it might be for a prospective employee. Um, it, 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 you put it in perspective. I don't think spending a hundred grand for a PI before I, I, I signed this guy for $2.22 million. I don't think that that's a, a big difference. It is, um, you know, in, in my line of work, and then like when I hire guys, and it has happened before, they give me their abstract, and like, oh, this is kind of old. 
you know, and, and then I tell them like, you know, before you drive, I, I give your name and driver's license to my insurance company and they tell me, and then they'll get back to me. And I've, I've, I've had to fire two guys immediately, you know, like that's, you got accidents, impairs, whatever it might be speeding, tickets. whatever. Yeah. You're gone. You know, you're, I can't, you're gone. I, I, my, my business will not be viable if you're doing this. If, if, if you, uh, you get an accident, I'm fucked. Why would I spend a hundred bucks? Or my insurance going to go up when I hire you. Right. right. Why would, yeah. Why would I spend 150 bucks a month insuring you to drive my trucks or spend 550 bucks a month to drive my trucks? It's pretty easy and I'm not going to pay you 450. So beat it. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, and that's as simple as it is. Um, in sports. So I'm guessing, right. Like the, the, if, if Wander Franco is uh, found criminally responsible for anything he's doing wrong, and this is creepy as shit. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm just dancing around the legal words because don't I don't want to. I mean, whatever. It's just, right. It's, you know. It's just, yeah. It's just one of those things. Tampa won't be on the hook for a dime of that. It's just well, bad publicity. Like with the, it's a bad publicity, and they're on the hook for because it's like there's guaranteed money and everything else. And like, like Trevor Bauer, when he went his through his situation in in L.A. with the Dodgers and that thing in Malibu and the girl and the stuff and the things, and they had to pay him uh, the better part of I think it was. Sixty million dollars over two years, plus plus plus, because the way the the uh, collective bar- bargain agreement is set up, it's a if you it's still sixty million bucks. So no matter how much money you have, like the Guggenheim Group in in, in L.A. with the Dodgers, the Magic Johnson led group, it's still sixty million dollars for a guy not to pitch for you, right? It's right, but he wasn't. Money. But he wasn't found criminally. Like he never got convicted of anything. There is for sure outs in the contract if you're found guilty of yeah this if you if if you're going to jail right like um that kid uh for the raiders that just got sentenced to prison well there was a there was was a picture for uh a picture but for for pittsburgh a couple years ago for for the pirates there he he got in trouble he thought it was he he thought he thought the girl was uh of age and had sexual relations with the girl and he got uh convicted is in jail four years and they they pay, had to pay him i think that the, they they had to pay him x amount of dollars because of how the cba is set up but like when but that four million dollars is, is a lot different than 22 million dollars or 220 million dollars like and like when and it's not so much the uh the the financial loss that these teams might have it's the organizational uh issues you're going to have forever where people are gonna go like that that team signed this guy knowing knowing that he did this because it's only they're only a year into into this contract so it's not there's no way it can be a surprise like a i shouldn't say that there's no way it's a huge surprise it might be a surprise, but not a huge surprise. Like these guys are in the public eye. He's the face of the franchise, and Franco is known by everybody. And all of a sudden, like it, so he's uh, accused by uh, on Instagram and blah blah blah. He might not be guilty, so we, we don't know. But when other things are coming up, when where there's smoke, there's fire. It ain't a good look for the franchise, in my opinion. It's, it's a ridiculously bad look. Right. You know, when a guy, when a, when a kid is um, one year in, yeah. When a kid's 18 years old in college, uh, he's in grade 11 and college coaches come to try and recruit him for their program, whether it be basketball or football or whatever, they do a home visit, right? All of and, them. And, and, and a home visit 
says a lot, right? Like, are you going to clean up or like, what's, what's it like in the home? Uh, um, but once again, with baseball, it's, it's, it's so dirty. I think how baseball does it with this Latin America stuff. Like you can't draft a, a 16 year old North American, but you can draft a 16 year old out of Latin America. Sign them. Yeah. They're yours. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so greasy. It's so greasy how baseball does this. And, and then they signed so many of them and obviously Wander Franco has, has, has shown that he can play the game and that's why he got rewarded with that 200 and some million dollar contract. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, I I'm going to give the employer a bit of a pass on this because you can't keep track of every player all the time. But the face of your franchise, who you've given the most money to in the history of your team. I think that's when you got to do a little bit of Magnum PI work on. And maybe they did. We don't know. He did. We don't right? know because, because you know, if they are, uh, our, our, our investigative reporting staff didn't get back to us in time for the show. But. <laughs> the guy smoking cigarettes and, and drinking coffee in their, yeah. in their car. Barney you know, Miller. I, yeah. I, 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 could you imagine like, how do you even do that kind of thing in the Dominican, right? They're going to recognize anybody that's not from the town trying to keep a, an eye on wander because all the locals are going to have his back. And, and I don't know this, this stuff with the, with the young lady that uh, he, he posted pictures of like of him and her. Is that, was that in the Dominican or was that on the streets of Miami? Like, I don't know that. Like, where's like, well, it's just, it's, it's, it's it's, it's so bad. It's it's so so messed up. And and the thing is, I mean, this isn't like, this this is not the first time this has happened in the history of sports, right? It's not the first time it's happened in the history of baseball or the, the history of humanity. It's not the first time, like whether it be a politician, a movie star, a rock star, or a fucking athlete, this isn't the first time this has happened. But now with, um, maybe th- with the advent of social media and with with fo- uh, phones and cameras and fucking iPhones and la da da, maybe that this is actually a good thing that this comes out more and more because now now there's a lot a lot more guys who are getting caught because of it. So that's one one thing that you can actually go and and we can hang our hat on and say it was kind of a blessing that we do have social media and we do have camera phones because now dickheads and fucking the, these these sexual predators are more likely to get caught than. Than, than than they would have been 40 years ago you know so like, there there is kind of i don't want to say a blessing about it but like there, there is there is some good that happens when these guys do get caught yeah i hear that but like that that's not the case here like like if i'm understanding this correctly he himself posted a picture with him with this young lady right like he himself exposed himself about being a per, a perv like that's what i think my my son's right beside me, and he wants to add on to this conversation. No, okay, <laughs> never mind. Probably not the uh, best for a minor between me talking about this situation. No, yeah, we're that. we're doing okay, but he's always a little bit more in tune with what the goings on of. Um, yeah, I I, I just right I just find it that crazy that the, the stuff that these guys come out a, a year into their contract, and it's always and you, and you got it. It's into, always the first year of the big one. Well, I, I won't say always like the no, tattoos. A, a lot right? of time, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not exonerating Wander Franco by any means. I'm not. I'm not by any means saying 
that he's innocent because I don't know. I'm not saying he's guilty because I don't know until it comes out in the court of law. Uh, the court of public opinion can be obviously very vicious. And th and th th this guy's been nailed to the cross already no matter what. I read today that he's going to play baseball again. And this came from like Jeff Pass and he's like, Jesus, this guy's probably done. So he might know something we don't here at 1420 World Headquarters. But I, I'm, I don't want to be too quick to nail this guy to the cross and say he's done because we don't know the, the what what actually happened because it's it's so easy to say he did it he's fucked he's done when, if what's alleged is true if what if what's alleged is true he probably should be done then i agree with completely with that yes but if he if he's not then shame on us for throwing uh throwing stones in glass houses right exactly right and then you know, he has an agent as well, right? So, like, we talked about that more than once, about how every agent has a guy, right? Like, you know, like, you, the athlete gets in trouble, you phone the agent, agent has a guy and gets you out of trouble. But if you're going out of the, your way to expose yourself, like Wander Franco did. Yeah, and, and it, the agent and the guy can't help you when you have a phone in your hand and, you, and your Instafuck account is more important than your bank account, you got big problems. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, guy. Like, um... How dumb are you? Like, how dumb are you? Well, and the thing is, is that this guy plays in front of like how many, like hundreds of thousands of people a day on television, right? And, li and living in and Florida. Then, and living in Florida, he's got millions of dollars in the bank and everything else. And he still needs the, the pat in the back and the instant gratification of Instagram with something that mo that most of the free world, if, if it is him, who knows what when, when the picture was taken, what 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 taken in the context, I don't know. But if you if you have that small of a dink where you need the that instant gratification that you aren't getting on the ball field on a daily basis, plus your bank account that's in front of you no matter what. If if you if your self esteem is that low, then you got bigger problems than we think you do. And we talked that about sense? oh yeah, I do. Like you know, and, and, and to that, right? Like you know, him and um Araldo Arena or whatever got into it a little bit. And Rose Arena. Not, uh, Rose Arena. And Wander Franco got benched for a couple games because of his lack of hustle. Like once again, this is the shit that's come that's bubbling up after you sign your big money deal. Maybe yeah. he's just an actually kind of a piece of shit person, right? And, that, and I and don't, I don't and know. We'll, his go, we'll go back. We'll go. We'll go yeah. right back to the beginning when I asked. Maybe it's the. Uh, Maybe the team didn't do the research for the sign this guy. They saw the talent, the this, the this, the metrics. Yeah, give him, give him money. But then, but that's not Tampa Bay style. And then, how does he, how does he go to being a, a, a d bag um, after signing that big money deal? Because he obviously kept his nose to the grindstone and impressed the higher ups. Was it when he so, got a contract turned into a dickhead? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea because Tampa doesn't give big money deals. To and fool, any, to fool it, Tampa like that, that's like that's a good point, Dave. To fool Tampa like that into $220 million, the first player in their history to go, I'm going to fuck these guys over or his agent or whatever. I, I, I don't know, obviously, but it, it it's interesting to see how that, that all came about because Jesus Christ, man, like you're, you're eight months into this deal. And now you're you're accused of of sexually uh, misconduct with minors, and you know, and and then giving because that, that that's not a new like he's he's only twenty two and like maybe he just he's got the mind of a nine year old. I don't know. I don't know. And neither, and neither do I. 
you know, but like he can play the game and he's obviously been playing the game well enough to, to, to earn that contract on the field. But when he has shown the team obviously isn't the person he is inside. And, and then maybe that there's a switch that flips and you now I got the, now I got the fuck you money so I can do what I want. They told me I am awesome because they just gave me this big deal. I can do what I want. And then, and, and I don't know. And, and I just simply don't know. I don't know what his upbringing was. I don't know anything. Maybe he was um, playing baseball, like on a bus and boats uh, in the Dominican since he's been 16 years old, bouncing around and round. No, no real positive uh, uh, family life. No role on, on and on it goes. Like who, who knows? He, we we hear so many stories about all, all these guys who come from these uh, Latin countries. And there's, there's some great stories that come out of these the, the, the Latin countries. We're not just, we're not typecasting by any means, but it, you just but wonder. But it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah. These it's a, there's a lot more poverty. Pray on, pray yeah. on. They, they do. Um, you, you just wonder, like, uh, I'm not a lawyer and I, don't even pretend to play one on TV, but it's uh, you wonder what the clauses are, morality clauses for every contract that goes in it, and and like if you do this, you, then you're done. If you if you if you go water skiing, you're done. If you if you if you're caught doing drugs, you're done. If you got caught drunk driving, you're done. If you're caught doing this, you're done. And like you, you wonder if more and more of those are going going to be put in now that weren't put in. 30 years ago because of because of social media and because of uh, uh phones and on and on it goes like you just wonder like how, how contracts might have changed in the last 20 years because of the way everything is right here right now because guys I mean, were doing guys were dave let's, let's not kid ourselves guys have been doing this stupid shit and girls for fucking 100 years no let's, let's, let's not kid it yeah this for is, sure this, you know this is the new epidemic no, you're right, and you know, and the, the the most concerning thing is, is that she's she's the age of this of, the, of this young woman, right? Like, you know, it's 14. That's that's disgusting, right? Like, it's good God, man. What I want to know is, well, no, no, what I want want to know this is, and now this becomes like a CBA thing. Like, this is the players' union that's going to have to have the the lawyers. They're going to be paying for the lawyers because I do remember I. So Ben Roethlisberger got in an accident riding his Harley and Pittsburgh paid him, right? Kept paying him. Jeff Kent lied about something. Like he was riding a dirt bike and said he fell yeah. off his truck. Like, and, and from what I read about that is why these teams don't cut these players immediately is because it sends a bad message to other players that might want to play with them and not listen to their contract. Yeah. So, you know, even though that language is in the contract, unless it's a career ending injury, um, they're not going to want to, they're not going to want to take a hard stance because they don't want to irk um, the players union and any player that wants this. They, they, they want to be seen as a good boss. Yeah, it's it's crazy how uh, how money just runs the entire thing, right? Like, it, it, I don't think there's a person on God's green earth that, that is of of sane um, thought process that thinks uh, touching a, a boy or a girl under the age of whatever eighteen, nineteen, twenty by a thirty year old man or a twenty year old man or whatever it might be. I don't, I don't think there's a person on, on the earth that thinks that that's okay. And so when 
when that it gets to that point where it becomes a money and, a, and, a, and an argument in the court of law, you're a fucking idiot and an asshole and you should be put in jail too. Like it's, it's, it's crazy to me that this is even a, a conversation that has to be had. It, it is. It's, it's ridiculous. It's wrong. And you know, if all these allegations and, and what we, what's being put out there right now is true, depending on what happened, he, I hope he sees see some jail time. I do. I hope he has that two hundred million dollars taken away from, him, and it will. Well, and, you know, and, and this is what you do. This you is know, what happens just, when you live in a fucking society, man. And and the thing is, like, it's, it's at that point now where, like, like jail time isn't going to cure that thing. Like, whatever you're attracted to, you're attracted to. I'm not saying it's right. That by, I'm, I'm not saying it's right by any means. That isn't going to fix his brain. No, but you know it's wrong. You know what's wrong. You like, know what's wrong, and if if, if the Tampa Bay if the Tampa Bay Rays didn't, I, I I and I I that's why I think like like I, I call this a background check. If the Tampa Bay Rays and whatever other franchise that uh, the that doesn't do a background check on these guys prior to g- giving these big deals, if they don't check all all the all the boxes about what could go wrong, they're enabling this kind of behavior, and they're just as guilty, not just as. Yeah, they're, they're just com- as guilty. They're ena- enabling this kind of behavior because all of a sudden, this this, this this sexual predator has more money to do what he wants. They're complicit. They're complicit, and they're ena- they're enabling this kind of behavior. And I I think I think they're they're just because this this Wander Franco and I don't want to nail him to the cross by any means until we know all the, all the all the details. But this Wander Franco wish behavior, alleged behavior, is is wrong. And for, for them to give him money, they're enabling him to do it even more because now he thinks he can hide stuff and hide stuff and hide stuff by having dollars and cents in his pocket to just push it all away. It's it's so, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. But, but the other thing too is like what what the reason this has all come to light is because he himself put it on his Instagram. So yeah. And they, and, and, and they come, am I wrong? This is how we know it. Like, I, I saw the picture. Some, someone screenshotted it, and it came across my Twitter feed with him um, kissy-facing with the, with this young woman. Which tells me that he himself didn't think it was wrong. So I don't get it. I don't, like, there's, there's just there's so another, many there's things. There's another one, another one that's come up, a couple more that come up. Like I said, Jeff Passon earlier on on ESPN put brought it up and it's like Jesus fuck man anyways it's it, it's it's a it's a it's a crazy situation that comes up every it seems like we we were doing this show it comes up every three or four or five months and something else comes up and something else comes up and it's a it's a problem we have in society and it's like I said earlier it's not a a, a new thing this has been happening as right. long as the, the day is old it, it's just, it's one of those things it's not new it's not, now it's just more prevalent because there's more people being caught and, and and that's a good thing is that there's more more people being caught it's in the media more and it's being it's being publicized more so now it, it is a good thing that we hear about it more and it isn't being swept under the rug is it all is it ever going to get 100 uh, uh, bl- uh blown over no but be, the more we hear about it the better it is because that, that means like i said there's more people being caught for doing this stuff that's my shining, shining light on a problem right you know and, and this is a problem that is as old as time and it will continue like it, this is always going to be a problem there's that old catholic church that's doing it for uh, hundreds of years now right so what, what well I, you know what yeah not a drag show right so yeah. um yeah, not another one not a drag show not a drag show go figure Crazy. go figure someone who's uh telling you what to do in your daily life 
I got a. Uh, is molesting your kids, not the person, the, not the man dressed as a woman. I got a funny. We'll get off this half a second. Let's lighten things up a little bit. I don't know. This might piss off more people on our listen to the show tonight before our uh, third anniversary special on Sunday afternoon. There, but <laughs> uh, yesterday, as we were leaving Fort McLeod, moms, we were I was taking the airport in Calgary there, and we were just right by the golf course on Highway Three there, and uh, she goes. Uh, have you heard from your friends at all lately? I said, I hear from my friends all the time. I said, what's up, mom? What's what's going on? She says, there was a, uh, at the Empress, I went, oh, I, I, went, oh, I didn't say, oh, fuck, because my mom, I don't swear for my mom often, but I went, yes, mom, there was a drag show in Fort McLeod at the Empress Theater. They've been doing it for five or six years now. I heard it's a really good time. Okay, people laugh about it. They joke about it. She goes, it's been going on that long. I said, yeah. <laughs> I, said, they, I said, I heard it's a really good time and people go and it's just whatever. Nobody gets hurt. It's a good time. People go and then they go home. It's fun. They laugh. It's fun. It's entertaining. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, I don't know if she's looking for an argument or she wants information from me. Like, it's When just, was the last time Omar was in the Empress? Probably when her and Steve were courting. Uh, no, we, me and her and Deanne went to a song <laughs> show a couple of years ago, Christmas show or something, but yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was just funny. She was, she was looking for an answer that she didn't want to hear. And I gave it to her on <laughs> talking about drag shows and whatever. It's just funny when you talk to people, right? Like, cause they're not used to that stuff either. Like I, I get it. I get it. It's just different, but yeah. It's, it's just odd. different. Yeah. It's, it's different. different. Yeah. Just uh, when when harm comes to kids and harm comes to, to to minors, it's it's a it's a bad situation. I, it's 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 so prevalent still, I and mean, we see superstars trying to get get away with it. It's it's, uh, it's quite bothersome to me. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like I I just don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. understand. Yeah, I don't understand. You know, if, if your urges are telling you to do something illegal, instead of doing the illegal thing find a way right talk to your agent talk to a psychiatrist like find something because you know this is this is you wrong. have to know I, it's not right i know it's wrong i know it's wrong you know and then you know that it, it like this this young lady was apparently 14 can't you wait four years like and she and now, sees a bunch now, of money flash in front of her eyes and on and on and on goes and god Damn. Like, and the thing is, they were like when I when I was twenty two. Actually, you know what? When I was fourteen, I didn't like fourteen year old girls. I didn't. You liked I, older I, women. I liked older women. And then yeah. when I was twenty two, I didn't like fourteen year old girls. I was like, no, there's older ones. There's even older yeah. ones than that. There's yeah. older ones than that. So mm -hmm. you're just like, what the? It's it's a sickness. It's a thing. I it's, I I understand. There's mental. I I I I understand that, but. When people act on their 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 impulses, that's a bad thing. Exactly. Like seek the help that you need yeah. if that's your thing. You know, but <laughs> I'm laying my hands on a 14-year-old. Like it's just like, you know, and I'm 53, right? Like that's my son's age, right? Yeah. And 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 it and it, it just totally creeps me out. And and you know better. You know better. Maybe, maybe they don't, and I, I think franchises have to take a little responsibility because they're giving these guys money to enable it. I, that, that's my opinion. 100 uh, yeah, my opinion. 
Yeah, I think it's, I think we beat this this horse to death. Let's, There's let's, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers Sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by CalderaLab.com. And uh, yeah, CalderaLab, use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com and save yourself 20% on the best in men's skincare to keep that youthful exuberance, keep those, keep those fine lines wrinkles and bags from uh, from underneath your eyes during these hot summer months Jeez, it's 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 hot on the surface of the sun here i'm actually like i i hate to say this dave because i don't want fires and things and stuff around around canada around north america because there's a lot of tragedy happening throughout north america right now with the, the wildfires going on here in in the western hemisphere but I was a little thankful for some smoke because it kind of kept the temperature down a little bit today because it was fucking hot. Fuck that. It was so hot today. And I think the smoke, because it, it was, you could see the sun was shining above it. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of greenhouses it. I, I drank three and a half liters <laughs> of water today. I got home and I was still pissing paint. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I was sweating so much. It's it's not normal. Yeah, it's it's not it's not right. I don't know. It's, it's one of those. It's just crazy. It's crazy. And and t- yeah, and T's and P's. Like apparently they're evacuating people out of the Northwest Territories. Um, right yeah, now because I, of the, the, the yep. cities evacuated. Yeah, 100%. the capital city of of one of the territories here in. Canada I thought Yellowknife was bigger than twenty thousand. Why would I, it be? Well, it's just assumed i guess i I just assumed yeah well it's there's no one living up there <laughs> well not right now why but... would you live up there yeah anyways anyways we talk about this a lot on the 1420 podcast uh about uh all skill no no thrills and everything else uh but ben ruda is a yankee prospect he was in the minor leagues for a number of years and he and this isn't this isn't a yankee thing at all by by any means it, it might lead to that a little bit later on but he he made a statement on a podcast earlier on this week that uh he was not taught basically how to play baseball uh while he was in the yankee organization uh there was a, a game he that, that that they played in the minor leagues for a team that uh, the Sakatani Sakatash whatever it was he played for uh, that they, there was a game that they played a, a skill game that they played that was called Walker Hit and the only time that you would get on base is if you got hit by a baseball took four pitches or if your hit only exceeded ninety five miles per hour off the bat or um, or it didn't it didn't count. Uh, to me, that is the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. That, uh, the bat barrel thing that could hit a barrel that we hear all the time with kids say, and the exit velocity they talk about all the time, uh, that doesn't win baseball games. I don't give a fuck. I've been watching baseball for 48 years. I'm only 49. So I was watching until the age of one. 
I don't give a shit how hard you hit a baseball. If you hit something in someone's glove and they're out, you're still out. If if you strike out, you you don't get on base. Uh, we talk about this that you, you you listen to the Barn Burner podcast, and they were talking about guys who don't know how to play the game of hockey. This lines up the exact same thing. Kids don't know how to play baseball. Kids don't know how to play hockey. Kids just focus on themselves, and parents focus on themselves and their children to make sure that they're doing a certain thing to try to get to some level that's some imaginary level that passes people's pockets. And I'm a little hot right now because when I heard this, that that's being taught throughout the Yankee organization, it pisses me off that I'm spending good money to watch these assholes, and they don't even care if they win or lose or not. It's about how hard I can hit a fucking ball. Well, here, this is the thing that that I'll, I'll, I'll feed that fire a little bit. Like, you're not watching these assholes, because this is how they're running their, their minor league system. No wonder the Yankees don't have anybody in the pipeline coming up. It's ridiculous. Like, what are you teaching a kid by, by coming back and going over a, a fucking chart? with them like well you know we want you to swing a little bit harder you were only averaging like 92.5 exit velocity that doesn't mean shit tell me how to hit harder than like you know you know you know what what about those four ones i like i looped over the like i put in the gap like uh, what about that 62 mile an hour single i hit there that means what about that bloop i got that chase that chase headley in the 2017 playoffs that landed in a fucking into whoever's glove in the in right field that scored a sacrifice fly. You know what that that means? I tried to win a baseball game. It wasn't for me to fucking pad my stats and to get my baseball card and on and on it goes. I it drives me fucking nuts. It drives me absolutely nuts to hear that the, all this exit velocity and that it's, it's on TV every time a guy hits a baseball, Evo was this and velocity was this. You know what I don't you know what I don't need to see? I don't need to see how hard you threw ball for. You still walk the fucking guy. It, it, it drives me. It drives me. It blows me away. We've been bitching about the analytics guys in baseball for, for, for a while now because it's ruining the goddamn game. It really is. Like, whatever happened to on-base percentage? Like, you know, the, the money ball thing with, uh, with um, Billy Bean and, and, the, and the A's there, it's all about you get 27 outs a game. It's how many runs you can score in those 27 outs. Right. Guys on base, guys on base, like, and then, and then having the right guys with power interspace, like you don't need every person that be a, a home run hitter. You don't, you have to be able to play some station to station base because not every game is about a home run. Timely home runs are awesome, but you know, what's better than a one, a, a solo shot. A grand slam. You know, makes you it. You know, makes a, a great moment it. in sports history. A three-run home run. You know when it had to happen. Two guys had to get on base. Oh yeah. fuck! Whether it be a single, whether it be a hit on pitch, like get on fucking base. Like the strikeout rate is so high. You know that all these pitchers are like not pitching near as many innings, but their strikeout rate, like K per nine innings, K per nine innings. They should stop that stat. It should be a K per six innings because that's all the statters. The who starters goes, are who going goes nine? Who goes? Who goes nine innings? You know that that uh, what's his name? The 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 Philly. Uh, the Jays beat the Phillies the other day two one, and that Kikuchi was out in the sixth inning on 90, 90 pitches. You know, I get it. It's ninety pitches, but but come on, he was. It was a one-one game in the sixth inning, and you. It, 
I, I let a let a man fucking pitch and finish his game. Like I like, and I'm not saying throw 120 all the time. And we know that. And this 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 bothers me so much with this new way of thinking about baseball, where you got to limit pitches and you got to hit home runs. Fuck that. Play the game. Get out there. Ball. When when you start talking about guys. They're getting out of the uh, the the in, into the bullpen. They only throw six innings. You know what happens? Your bullpen gets worn out, and you start losing games because you didn't, you didn't trust your starter. So why even have a fucking starter? Have a sixteen fucking sixteen guys who pitch one inning a night, every other night, done. But that's what you're gonna do. It's fucking stupid. It is so ridiculous how the game is played now. Is baseball it's, getting that point? Right, yep, like we're, we're 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 now like uh, we're gonna take one position player, we're gonna have sixteen pitchers, and then we're just gonna rotate them. One pick, maybe two. You, one you maybe two. First on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Right, and then we have, but you still have your closer, and then we'll see how we do, and then every inning we get you, you get a new look, and then you wonder why closer burned out. Jesus. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know what I I honestly like the analytics of baseball is wrecking baseball, but you know, it's actually been a pretty good year. And 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 there is some low scoring games, but also we have some high scoring games. So for all this analytics that is telling us this is the best way to 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 manage a baseball lineup now, I don't fucking They're buy wrong. it for a second. I don't buy it for a moment. It's garbage. And then you got people like um, Brett Boone who are going to get like people are pissed and moaning about what I say, Brett. I always call him Brett because I liked his dad. Yeah. Um, That's his brother. Brett? Yeah. Who's his dad? Bob. Played for Bob. Bob, Bob, Bobby Boone played for the uh, the 85 Kansas City Royals World Series champion. Uh, With, uh, yeah, with. uh, Beat the uh, Miguel Andujar led St. Louis Cardinals. Was that with uh, Brett Saberhagen too? Yes. I love that guy. He was. Good. I think I like the name Saberhagen more than I like Brett Saberhagen. <laughs> it thought, does roll off the I thought Saberhagen was a really solid name back in the day. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah. And um, what the third base and why am I blanking on his name is one of my, like, uh, he's just so, he's just nails. He's one, he's the best third base. George, of all time. Brett, shit his George pants. Brett, shit his pants. Did I ever tell you the time? That's the best story. That's the best story in baseball. That's the best non baseball related baseball story in the history of baseball. If you haven't heard this story, go to YouTube tomorrow oh, and, and George Brett shit his pants and, and That's you'll the laugh. Best story in baseball. That's a great five minutes, oh, but, but but where were we? I don't even know where we were anymore. Where were where were we? But we were all oh, we were talking about analytics, how it was wrecking the game and everything like that. So I still don't know where we were. But how, but the the thing that this this guy talked about this this uh, this Ben Ruda Ben Roda whatever the fuck his name was I don't know don't know or don't care who he was. It's not a Yankee thing. It's we we talked about this the other night with the the barn burner guys. You you, you discussed about that. Um, they're not teaching the game anymore. They're not. The game doesn't even matter anymore. The game like, does not matter. It doesn't matter. And it, the feel for the game doesn't matter. And 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 then that gets and what I'm what I was trying to get at earlier on because you're you're a a father of a young athlete and you um 
and I want to know if, if this is what's taught to them as well. Like, I, I'm, I'm curious if you hear about it. Like, what doesn't winning even matter anymore? It does when he's on a team. Um, when uh, Jasper goes to uh, these uh, hitting camps that we put him in uh, in the winter, that's what it is. It's exit velo and stuff because you're in a you're in a batting cage and they have it and they have the virtual stuff, and so. That's that's what it is. The stats come up, and so that's what they talk about. Uh, once it comes to actual real life baseball, then we're talking about fundamentals and and do this and change your stance a little bit. They're not talking about exit velocity or something like that. It's just it's more about making good contact and hitting it hard, right? Because that's at that's old school baseball. Make good contact and hit it hard. Right. Sometimes you get lucky and find a spot and 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 you can do your thing. But when all when when so much of baseball right now is now hitting in a cage and it's easy to to tweak a, a kid's swing. And when I say kid now, I mean like now these 18 to 20 year olds that are on the way to possibly being a, a big leader. It's they have people like okay, you gotta you gotta lift your swing a little bit. You gotta change the angle of your swing, and and like and and I don't that I don't know because I'm not a baseball guy and I'm not sitting there watching the kids coach my kid. I I, I just find it odd that the guys who are in charge of these organizations are are ex baseball guys who are like like we talked about the '85 Royals or the fucking the '96 Yankees or whatever it might be or the the '92 Jays or whatever it might be. I I just find it odd that they the World Series have been won on sacrifice flies. World Series have been won on a uh, an error that happens in the fifth inning because a guy was on base, like uh, championships and and to 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 not have the and the, the uh, analytics aren't even Moneyball anymore. Like Moneyball was get on base. Now it's just right. swing, swing as hard as you can and and hope for the best. Like if we if we, we have a better we have a better chance. I heard Aaron Boone say this last year, not not so much this year because they, they don't do it. Aaron Boone flat out said. For the Yankees, it's it's there's more of a like a likely a chance of us hitting a, a one run home run than us stringing together three three base hits in a row. So they don't even try anymore. So just swing as hard as you can, as hard as you can, and that's it. Which doesn't make sense to me though. But then, like that statement alone, if you have a three hundred hitter. A, a, a 285 hitter, a 275 hitter, and a, even a 250 hitter. There is going to be a game, or maybe even inning, where those go back to back to back to back. And then now there's two runs across the plate, and you got two on with no out, right? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, that's the way baseball fucking works. Especially if you got Ricky on, right? He doesn't even swing a bat takes that first 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 pitch first inning walk it's, it's, and it's, now he's standing on fucking third like do like, does does jasper know that that existed does station to station yeah honestly i just, I, I assume right that there's no bunting in baseball like it's i i've seen i saw this whole, whole entire season they tried bunting twice i don't know hey jasper do you guys work on bunting ever no. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Oh no, they have worked on bunting. 
Once. Well, if you can't, then it turns out quite sideways. But like, no, like CCBC last year, there's bunt defense all the time because all of a sudden these kids couldn't play defense. So they put the ball in play and then throw, throw it across the field. All of a sudden, the guy's on second. Yeah, on a bunt, you airmail it, right? Because the third baseman is playing so deep or the pitcher doesn't know what to do. I, I, I just I, I just think that the that they're that these the the nerds that who take control of these organizations have made baseball harder than it has to be. I I I believe that wholeheartedly. I really I really I actually think that if they put Brent Radlinski fucking in charge of one of these teams, we, we we'd win more games. Or they would win more games. I, I honestly believe that I, I don't think that it's as if you if you put more ba- people on base, if you have higher a higher bat, simple. If you have a higher batting average, you will get on base more. That's simple. That's simple, is it not? But like Tony Gwynn and Suzuki, right? Just they got on base. Yeah, they're on base every single fucking game. So if I'm on base, I have a better chance of scoring than if I strike out. I can't. I can't score from the bench. Can't. Can't. How is that so hard to fucking believe? No, and I think this is a this is a big problem now in baseball, in hockey, and the NBA. It's um, there were. Yeah, and and athleticism and skill sets as opposed to fundamentals. Where's the fucking fundamentals, right? Like even um, it's gonna. I'm not shitting on him when I say this. This Bobachet for the Jays, like he's awesome. He's such a good player, but people shit on him because of his uh, defensive play. Like, but you know that we can't all be Robbie Olimar out there, right? Like, so. Well, so we shouldn't trying, be, but that's another thing. But I mean, Robbie Alzheimer's tra- player was great. Robbie Alzheimer's human being, not so much, but yeah. Right, and we're just talking about <laughs> baseball. You know, Trey Turner's having a bad year for the Phillies, um, but uh, his defensive play. But he, I but he, love Trey Turner. He's such a sexy player. When he said, <laughs> I, my mom doesn't even watch me play. I'm, so, I'm such horseshit right now. When he said that, <laughs> I thought it was a great line. Good for him. Yeah, and he signed that big money deal, and he understands, like you know, and that's a lot of pressure coming to uh, signing it and playing in a, in a city like Philly, and and he gets it. He doesn't want to suck. He knows, and like you know, what Philly fans did for him the other day, gave him that standing O, and then he kind of started turning it around. I did that kind of shit because he's a player, like once again defensively because of his speed, <laughs> his athletic. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. His, his athleticism allows him to get to so many balls. Maybe he should let a couple of those balls get through so he doesn't make the error because he gets them. He knocks them down, and, and so it, well, it's that, hurting that, him. That was always but, a knock against Jeter, too, is that he got he got, he got too many balls or didn't. And so, and a lot of guys, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Analytical stat, like, and the, at the end of the day, and baseball's a bit ridiculous. Like it's gotten ridiculous the last twenty years, and with the, the stats and everything else, and WRC plus, and I don't know what the fucking means. But uh, the thing is, is that wins, loss, wins and losses, batting average, home runs, RBIs, ERA, those are the only stats that actually matter. The rest of it's all bullshit. It's all uh-huh. bullshit. It's all get on get on base. 
it's get on base if you're at the plate and preventing from getting on, uh, on base. Like, you know, I, I would love to see a picture of Greg Maddox come to the league right now. Like someone that topped he carved out these guys up. 86 top he, speed. Like, I don't know. He would get 27 outs a game. He would get 19 strikeouts per game. Well, but, but that wasn't his game, right? He wanted. But he would, he would dot up. the fucking corners and paint it and put. No, and, yeah, yeah, and then like ground, ground to second, ground out, ground out, ground out. He had a seventy-five pitch complete game. That's unbelievable. What? That's unbelievable. Like that's 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 five fucking innings these days. Best pitcher ever. Really? With 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 his tools, I I think so. Right? He was a pitcher. He was a pitcher. Like he he was so good, like he was so good. And he and he goes back to what I said earlier. He he wasn't. Uh, I don't care how hard I threw ball four, and that's how a lot of guys are now. Right. If and, I if if I just throw harder, this guy's gonna swing and I'll strike him out. Well, it doesn't if it's not across the strike zone, you're you're gonna walk him anyways. And he was an absolute command of his of his. Uh, of his thing, like pinpoint accuracy, but like not like at, at 85 mile an hour and his thing. Like, top five ever. Top five ever. I think like as a pitcher, like, you know, he's not sexy and that's his problem. Right. Just. Well, he was. I can and, pitch. Like, like him and Tom Glavin, but back in 96, whatever it was when they had that, uh, that commercial. That, chicks, that Nike chicks, commercial. Hey, chicks did a long ball. And there, there were just a couple of dorky guys and Maddox had the glasses on the whole bit. And it, it was funny that he would, he would be like that. Like, yeah, well, I'm a four times Cy Young or five times Cy Young winner. And I'm kind of flabby body and blah, blah. And chick did a long ball. And who am I? You know, you had Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa going for the title and everything else. It's just, it's funny how that all turned out for old Greg Maddox, but it turns out he was the only clean guy of the bunch, but yeah. Yeah, and a master of the craft, right? Just an absolute master of the craft. It's like everybody comes up, and I, I'm just going to light this guy up. But he said never the same pitch twice to the same batter. Will there ever be a pitch like that ever again? I'd like to think so, but is there? You know, I thought Barry Zito had a chance with that big looping curve. Oh, but that once 12-6. He- oh, that was ridiculous <laughs> how he can throw that curve. It was awesome. But then once he signed that big money deal with San Francisco, then he kind of forgot how to pitch. Like, I don't know. Like, and then who was his agent? Drew Rosenhaus. Picked up so. a, picked up a, <laughs> he, he picked up a guitar and that was it. Yeah. And, you know, and thought he was more than a pitcher, but it's. Started smoking dope or whatever it was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's pitchers out there like, like, like Maddox anymore. Like, and I don't even know if they have a chance anymore. And that, that kind of breaks my heart. Like, which is an actual pitcher. What happened to a ground ball pitcher? We don't, we don't trust ground ball pitchers anymore because our, our, uh, our Cause ground base. balls aren't sexy. Yeah. And then, but also the, the guys up the middle can't feel like they used to, because we're more worried about their bats. The only reason they're there is because, uh, they have a good stick. They don't have it's, a good glove. It's unreal. Like where's your, where's your four five tool players anymore. Right. That's a very good question. Dave, actually, that's a very good question. Like, who who's a five tool guy now? Bookie Bats. He's really good. 
<laughs> that's that, that that first came to mind like and i don't understand how boston ever let him go or is it maybe because they thought like oh we're gonna suck for a while now and we don't want to disrespect mookie i don't know but like he's one of those guys um trey turner and like uh there's a couple shortstops and and uh not maybe not trey um is Mookie there Betts is- might be like obviously Otani. Yeah, Otani. Yeah. Trout. I don't talk about Trout. Yeah. Because he doesn't stay healthy. He's still not playing. Mookie Betts might be Mookie Lynn Betts, MLB, might be. Well, he's a Hall of Fame guy already. I think so. And a good guy. And that's the thing. Five to a player, That's the good thing. guy. And he can is he he's the bowling motherfucker too. He can bowl. Wow. If you can play ball, you can no, bowl. no, he he's a <laughs> no there no there's a thing that he's a he's a I've he's never a, heard this. He's a scratch bowler. Oh, is it yeah. a scratch bowler? Like he's a two fifty two two like he's he's a two forty two fifty guy every time. <laughs> yeah. Mookie Lynn Betts. MLB. His parents knew he's going to the be a baseball player when they was born. MLB. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, I like and and you know and you know a lot more ball players than I do, but like Mookie's <laughs> the first one that came to my mind because you know he's a vet and you don't ever hear about him in a bad way. Nothing. He's just good. He's just good all the time. Always smiling, plays hard, does it the right way, yeah, whatever. What's his nuts from uh, the Astros? Um, is a five tool too. Alvarez, not Alvarez. Oh. Altuve. Altuve. No. He can play the game. He should get a fucking pair of stilts, a little prick. I don't like fucking Altuve, whatever. But he, he can play the game. He's a good player. Yeah. He's a, he's a good player, but he uh, he cheated. But who, but, but like, yeah, like we said, like, you know, these complete ball players, there's not complete ball players out there. You know, like even like uh, the Jays, which I, I see more than anybody, you know, the, you, you got um, Vladdy and Bichette, which are kind of there, but um, who's the third baseman, not Chapman um, Springer. No, Chapman, Chapman's the third baseman. He's just not good enough with the bat. Right. And so it's baseball now. Like you don't have the, the, you don't have the Ricky Henderson's. You don't have the Willie Mays. You don't have the Mickey Mantles anymore. There's not a lot of them out there. I don't think like judges in a, a five tool. No, no close. That team don't have five tools. <laughs> Well, they do. <laughs> when they're all in the front office. They're all tools. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What a fucking wreck. It's a 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four Sports Talk and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and calderalab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB for the for 20% off the best in men's skincare at calderalab.com. It's been a hot summer. Get your face cream, oh, brothers. Oh, get the face. Yeah, it, it, it actually, yeah, it's good for you. You can't look as good as me and Dave do. I pity the fools that look better than us. <laughs> At our age, <laughs> you don't have very often. Ah, you can do worse. 
1420 Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Ruckin' Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Ruckin' Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings. Use promo code 1420RUCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Ruckin' Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes, and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's one four two zero R U K K for ten percent off at checkout. When you purchase from Rocket, you come to win. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Uh, we are day, we are three days ahead of our uh, three-year anniversary birthday, whatever it might be, whatever you want to call it. Uh, got a few guests lined up, little segments lined up. I think it's going on. It should be a lot of fun. Come on Sunday afternoon. Uh, you'll be down in uh, beautiful Whitefish, Montana. Uh, what's up? Like, what's when you get down to Montana? What? What? You stop at the house. What's your? What, what do you usually do? I'm, I'm curious. Oh, I know, when I go to Whitefish, I know my first stop. I go straight to Bulldog. Oh, we don't. Um, well, you're different. Well, we're different, and we're well, it's different. Yeah. We're a family. Yeah, we're different. Oh no, we uh, we actually talked about our activities because it's supposed to be hot as shit for a couple of days, and then it might rain. So we have uh, Lake Day with friends planned. There's uh, at the at the hill. There's a uh, it's really cool. We did it about three, four years ago. I'm really excited to do this with Jasper, but it's uh, it's jungle in the trees, whatever, and they have obstacle courses in trees, like literally 30, 40 feet up in the air. And you're you're all you're you're cinched in. I can't wait to do that with Jasper. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, so we have that for an afternoon. We have our rafts, we're gonna hit the water for a day. Um our first stop is you know actually just like settling in and 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 knowing that i don't have to go to work tomorrow i don't have to do i don't have to do anything that anyone else tells me to do tomorrow kind of feeling for for five days and that's pretty sweet yeah it's not bad it's not bad it's one of those things yeah Uh, we have that we have a brewery 200 meters from the house we're 12 minutes from the bulldog we are gonna we will poke our heads in there but you know we're not uh there's no sports on anyways in the afternoon it's not it nah fuck there's nothing better than 11 o'clock on a sunday at the bulldog that's my favorite time to be there Maybe we'll work something out to have the uh, the, uh, the the third anniversary show had at, at that point in the day. But anyways, Dave, uh, about a, two months ago, it's been a segment that we had a, a, uh, with uh, Dave, uh, Dave Roberts, friend of the show, <laughs> and with Kent, uh, your cousin and a longtime friend of mine, uh, friend of the show. Uh, we did our, our, our I Hope You're Stupid thing. It came about a, a conversation. I can't remember what, what, how, how it all came about. It was Fernando Tatis Jr., how it all came about. But I hope you're stupid. I yeah. hope you're stupid stupid and we laughed about it and we'll get we'll get the segue in there and everything else but uh i hope you're stupid was uh made me laugh a lot what's your uh i hope you're stupid uh because if you're not stupid you must be stupid um 
for, for this month of August. Well, we talked about it all day on the show, Wander Franco. How can you be this fucking stupid? A, for, for dating or whatever is going on with this 14-year-old young lady, how can you be so stupid? And then how can you be so fucking stupid to put this on Instagram or wherever he put it on social media to show himself with this 14-year-old young lady? Like, that is... As stupid, that's a, this could be the costliest. I hope you're stupid. I've ever witnessed in my entire life. That's a two hundred million dollar and possible jail time. Well, he must be this? stupid. He's got to be stupid. To, 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 He's got to be stupid. We were talking off air. Like this guy's got two hundred G's in the or two hundred million in the bank or coming coming to him right twenty two million dollars whatever it is, and you, you can do whatever you want with twenty two million bucks, and to put yourself on Instagram to to, to the world to say I'm going to date a uh, a fifteen year old or fourteen year old and put it out there, you got to be fucking stupid. You have to be stupid. So fucking stupid, and I, I'm not. If he's excuse- guilty, if he if he's guilty, yes. If this is true, right? Like, and and once again, I'm not excusing anything for a millisecond. If this is what you're doing behind closed doors, but he outed himself, like yeah. he outed himself. Like, how fucking stupid are you? Like, it, it, it's just he just compounds the stupidity. Like, I I, I don't understand. How stupid he is to to get himself to put himself in this situation by dating someone that young, and then to tell everybody he, he's dating someone that young. Uh, stupidest that that could be the stupidest thing of all in time. the history of sport. Maybe yeah, it it ranks up. Possibly, there. we're gonna have to really dig deep, or someone's really gonna have to pull up to. I got my I, I hope you're stupid moment and we'll, uh, we'll do a call her a night but there was this this woman and I, I we aren't a political we're not a Democrat we're not Republican we're not uh liberal we're not uh the other what's the other party out there the the, the, the thing whatever we're, we we don't talk about this at all but I think the I hope your stupid moment comes to this woman from Texas a- Abigail Joe Shea. Uh, she topped off the I, I hope you're stupid moment of all time. Is this the airplane woman? No, 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 okay. no, no. She called a federal judge in Washington, D.C., threatening to kill her if they, um, if they prosecuted uh, Donald Trump. I don't give a fuck who you vote for. I don't give a fuck what you do. I, I don't. I think it's all ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. But for somebody to call, a federal judge from your own phone and threaten them, you gotta be some kind of stupid. How fucking stupid are you? I don't like, know. Think what you want. Think what you want. But like actually picking up a phone and like your own a, phone. Your, your own, own phone. Your own phone. And and like and so you're picking up your own phone and phoning to leave a voicemail because it's not like the judge is gonna answer. And then A, thinking what you have to say is gonna make a difference, and B threatening you're physical stupid. harm on a, on a federal judge. You Jesus. gotta be all kinds of stupid. God, there's if you're so not many- stupid, you gotta be stupid. 
oh god there's so many stupid people out there like i like, got it's just but these people like how do they put food on the fucking table when you're this fucking stupid i don't know like that's what i don't understand about some of these stupid people like she's it's not like she's a ball player for fuck's sake like I said, I, I, I don't care if you vote for Trump or Trudeau or Biden or Olivier or whatever it is and across these two, two great land of ours. If you decide to call a federal judge and threaten their life for something, you're, you, you're, you're fucking stupid. You're so stupid. fucking stupid. How is that helping anything? How is that helping your family? How is that? Like, like just stop. Just stop. Tap the fucking brakes and like, how is this going to make my life or my family or my country better? Well, like, like the one thing though, like the one thing, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it's okay, but the one thing that you have is you, you gotta appreciate the passion. <laughs> <laughs> so something like that you know what like are we like is this the idiot face painter fan at a preseason game <laughs> that woman is the idiot preseason fan at a red uh, at a Commodores game in Washington watching them beat the Dallas Cowboys by fucking 12 when somebody's not playing for the game, wearing the face paint, wearing the Redskins they're wearing a Redskins jersey not, not Let's the Commodores go. jersey Let's go! Let's go! Good sack! Guy, I don't know whose name is That's the same thing That's Face paint That could be that Face paint guy I hope you're stupid in the preseason if you want to do it in, 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 the, in, the, in the regular season, whatever. But pre-season face-paint guy, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> pre-season cheering guy is a close second. <laughs> I get that, but like, there, there's, there's no stupider fan than pre-season face-painter. Like and tailgating and getting into it. Like, Pre-season first quarter guy, face paint is an idiot. An idiot. From the second quarter to the end of the game. But you no, know, if you're if you're into the game and, and your team and you, and you stick around, if you're at the game, if you're watching on TV, you're a bigger idiot. If you're at the game and you spent money and. Your team won, and you're cheering like, "Yay, we won!" Hooray! Uh, yeah, hooray! Fun. But if you are face paint guy in the first quarter, banging, banging the on board. the fucking bongo and the drums <laughs> and the whole thing, you're the biggest idiot on the planet. I agree with that. I think that person might be stupider than this woman who phoned and threatened the federal judge. Who is ridiculously stupid. But she she may have like maybe got into the the margaritas and a, a couple ambience and and did something stupid. These guys, they've been planning it for days, for days. They're they're, they they're talking tickets. to them. About they bought tickets. They bought like this one was sitting at her sake. kitchen table with a fucking pack of marbles in her hand, not even on the table. <laughs> Just and smoking maybe, like yeah. an accordion, like this. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then just like got into her Xanax and or whatever, or whatever, and then you know a couple glasses. There's of nothing worse than preseason football guy. 
preseason super fan is an idiot. They must be stupid. Like I I don't understand because you know haven't these- had someone other than that other than themselves <laughs> touch their penis ever. I don't think I so. should have said that. I shouldn't have said that. But you know, I I, I kind of agree with you because things to them like uh, pre he's running pre- good routes. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> look, look how good Jake Winters is. All right, he, yeah, he looks good. Is he oh, playing yeah. well? No, he he's seventh in the depth chart. But boy, oh boy, oh, where, he, where are we right going to go? On? You know, and these tickets are like, I get it. There's no secondary market for them at all. But like these tickets for the to go to these games in the stadiums are regular season prices. Yeah. So and so now, to what end? Like, do you got to get away from your wives that bad? Is like, is your is your because you know you know face painters face painters aren't doing it with their wives and kids. It's all. 40-year-old men. Yeah, they're not young guys doing it. No. They, they, they're old enough to know better. They're stupid. So stupid. Yeah, they're <laughs> stupid. And they don't know they're stupid. Oh, I've been to a preseason game and was working down in California back in, I know, uh, 2000. Uh, San Francisco against Oakland. And fuck, we were sitting fucking, I don't even, San Jose for fuck's sakes. And they, they charged full, full pop. And this was back in like the 2000. It was, it was 80, 90 bucks to sit up there. And a game I didn't give a fuck about. Jeff Garcia was a, he played three snaps. Oh, with the, and I, I actually knew yeah. Jeff Garcia because Calgary St. Peter. So I, I knew, yeah. I actually knew one player playing in that game. I was like, oh, this would be fun. Jeff Garcia played three snaps, done. So now you're watching backups. And- no, I'm watching guys I played for Cal and fucking whatever the fuck. Uh, preseason football guys and preseason football guy is is just as just as dumb, but not as dumb as face paint guy. You're allowed to go to the game, but like to to get involved in care. It, it, it's totally you're you it's, it's it's okay to be an impartial observer but to no, care what the, you're no. wrong i think you're wrong no no i i think you're allowed to go and just take a look and it's have a spring stance, training but, guy but it's, to, spring training is a, like a week-long event or two weeks whatever you go to a bunch of games you don't care you're drinking beers hanging out and you're not putting face paint on you're not fucking you're this i that. know it's face painting Nobody, you're just having a good time. Right. You're drinking beers in the outfield. There ain't no super fan there. No. <laughs> Preseason football guy, you got to cool it, man. Like, your wife hates you. I get it. Well, or you hate your wife, one of the two, because you're doing you everything you one. fucking can to be out of the house. Or that, too. Or you, yeah, or you're divorced, well, right? Being, you know, shouldn't be so hard on people. Tell you, you know, maybe you know, maybe you work it out within the custody agreement, right? That they have the uh, the wife has the kids on the uh, the home game dates every six months. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll fuck. I gotta buy two tickets. Can you just take the girl? I just want to take the boy to the game. 
<laughs> when uh, speaking of football, Dave, we'll uh, we'll call her a night here. But when do you? Uh, when's your? When's your? When, speaking of uh, dorky guys, fantasy draft. Yeah, when's your? See, you knew. You knew what I'm talking about. When's your? When's the fantasy draft happening? Um, it's always the Monday of May long weekend. I am. That's on my to do list this weekend in uh, um, in Montana. I am going to do it. No, I'm not going to take Trey Lance. I don't even know. Well, I'm just going to see what happens. It's it's. Uh, I know who my keeper. I'm going to. Uh, we'll talk about it at a different time if we want to get into it a little I bit. Don't. Um, I know who we get one keeper, and then I have a method. I should have won it last year. Cam Akers fucked me. Fuck Cam Akers. That guy's not going to play on my team this year because he fucked me. He fucked me by me putting him on the bench the one time he had a, a, a huge game. How dare he? Should have won it all. How dare he? <clears throat> Fuck. No Cam Akers. Nonetheless, if we want to get into it, we will get into it one of these days just because we we want to talk about me and my football fantasy. Oh, no. my Broncos deserve no. another champion. I won, I won five years ago. It's time. It's time for OJ to back to the top of the heap. I would like to talk about OJ. I wouldn't like to talk about your football pool. No one likes football pools. A lot of well, people football pools. Well, I'm just saying. I can tell you about. Mm-hmm. I and I'm not. You know me. I like. I obviously I like and I and I prefer winning because winning is better than losing. We all know that. Yeah. It's. It, I'm fun to do, and uh, we'll get in the we'll 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 talk about our preseason, um, who we think we're, is going to win, and then who's going to do better in the Bulldog football pool this year. We got lots of shit to talk about coming oh, up. It's, I, summer's I almost over. I can't wait to talk about something I don't give a fuck about. It's 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 it's, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, you just don't want to talk about it because everybody else wants to talk about it. That's, that's not true. You. That's not true. Huh? Uh, no, the, the, the truth. The truth is, is, is I, I don't. I don't care enough to talk about it. I, I don't care. I, I think. I think NFL football is the most overrated thing on the, on the planet. Well, it's the best sport. It's not. It is. It's the best sport to watch and participate in. <laughs> and and they got it figured out, right? They have it figured out, so it's not the best. We'll get into yeah. it again. We'll get into it later on. Yeah, we're starting to drag. Nonetheless. The 1420 Sports. Actually, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. We're doing our uh, three-year anniversary. Well, we haven't, it was noon, now it's two, and now it's noon, and blah, blah, blah. We'll figure it out. We'll get it all straightened out. We'll make sure you guys tune into YouTube. It'll be live at, uh, at probably at noon, uh, Mountain Standard Time. We'll uh, get, we have some guests lined up to make sure things all worked out, but it'll be a lot of fun. We're not going to drag it up. It'll be like a one-hour show. We're going to have a Would You Rather, some Who Is Better, and some other stuff that we can make it quick and easy. And uh, Jim's going to be on the the, the, uh, the sound the sound guide to save the show back in show 68 and everything else. But we'll uh, make sure we'll uh, get everybody on there. But Dave, uh, uh, yeah, you go to Whitefish and uh, what else? That's it. Going on vacation with the family. Cannot wait. Five days of absolute. I do. I. I D G A F about anything that's going on north of the 49th. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, 
I'm gonna probably bring my son down there, beat the shit out of him once or twice. He's sitting right beside me. That's why I said that. Just for shits and giggles, because you can get away with that in Montana. <laughs> well, it's um, they're very passionate. Oh yeah, they're passionate. It's okay to beat your child down there. Um, <laughs> Josh, you can um, I'll come over there and beat you too. <laughs> so yeah, looking forward to the holiday. Looking forward to uh, uh, a fun uh, third anniversary special on Sunday. Um, that's about it. It's supposed to be hotter than hell down there, so I'll be in the air-conditioned comfort of our place. There we go. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of each other. Keep around. Keep your stick on the ice. What else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches, and I'll drink one for you down in Montana. We'll see him on Sunday afternoon. See you Sunday, Jimmy. Have a good night, folks, and we'll talk to you guys again on Sunday.